Hey everyone, welcome back for another episode of And Why. My name is Annie and I'm the host of this podcast. Today's episode is going to be with Catherine. She's my girl. She is TikTok famous now, even though she doesn't consider herself to be. But we're going to talk about all that and how she got into therapy. We're going to talk about self-love, empowerment, and what she uses her platform for. And she's going to talk about all that. But It's such a great girl talk. I haven't done one of these in a while, so it's nice to kind of sit down with someone that I, you know, care about and just let it all, you know, let it all (laughs) dirty laundry all out. So here's the tea if you're interested. Hey, Catherine, welcome to Girl Talk. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Yay. I'm so excited. Wait, your daddy hair run? I just noticed that. Oh my yes. god. It's me. I just see I just saw you. <laughs> Spontaneous. I um know. so many so much to talk about. Um you did you see that I like ended Line by Moi? Yeah, I saw that. I know. It was like a big deal. Did for you me. did you end it or like you actually basically just like renamed it? No, I closed the business. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear, but you have another plan though, I saw. Yeah. Well, it's so. more like a blog for me now. It's not like mm-hmm. going to be a business, but mm-hmm. yeah, that was like a big deal because it took me a long time to kind of decide like, okay, this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, it's okay. It's like be- for, better for me yeah, right now. It's okay, you know, like it, at least it's like you're trying to do things. Like, there are things going to, like, you're going to try and to realize that, like, it's not working out or, like, it would be taking for another thing or way to do. Right, so, right. yeah. But, yeah. um, I kind of wanted to kind of hinge that on the topic of, like, imposter syndrome. I don't know if mm-hmm. you feel that because, like, now that you're, you know, bigger on, like, you know, as, like, an influencer. <laughs> I don't want to use that word, but, like, you're technically, like, you know, content creator. You're a much bigger one now, and, like, you have a wider audience. Like, do you feel that at all, like, when you have more, like, I guess, external pressure? Um, I feel like at the beginning, yes, a little bit, because I was never, I guess, like, trying to be, like, an influencer or, like, trying so hard to be one so like my mindset wasn't there so when my video blew up and I got a lot of like I guess um love from my followers I love to call them besties because I feel like we're all (laughs) the same like there are people like indicating them as my fans I was like oh my god please don't like (laughs) I'm not I'm not up there I'm your Um, fan (laughs) but yeah like when people were showing me love and I just definitely feel like I do kind of belong here I love sharing my insights and the things that I love to do or like the little cool things that I found um but yeah at the beginning definitely it was a little bit I guess pressuring because I couldn't figure out like how to kind of balance my mental health and the pressure and it always goes back to kind of understand that like this is what I want to do and I shouldn't be just doing it for other people like if Mm. I feel like my mental health needs a little break I can't push myself to like say coming up with content or posting it every single day um which I think that is why I love how my growth is taking the pace it's not like I blew up from like zero to a million like that would probably crush me so I think everything 
is meant to happen for a reason. And I love the slow growth because it gets to give me more time to figure out what I want to do and like perfect myself. And obviously I have other things going on. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're also juggling school. Like this is your last year. So it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know how you do all that content creation, but I guess when you're passionate about it, it doesn't feel like work. Yeah, it totally is. Every time I had this like, this like hesitation, because I know it takes a lot of my time to content create. But whenever I started doing it, I was like, Oh, my God, I'm enjoying it so much, even though it was, it was very, because you shoot everything yourself, and then you plan everything. So it's like you have to go back and forth before and in front of the camera. And it was very tiring at one point. But once I started doing it, I just love it. And I just remembered, like, why am I doing it? Um, But definitely school and with me being an international student, considering, like, being here after grad. And it's just a lot of things going on. And I constantly tell myself that, like, because I'm not American, so there are a lot of, like, different parts of my life that I need to consider. So it's okay if I don't always post on my social media and like be so consistent because I really need to balance everything. And as much as I love content creating, I want to put out great work. I don't want to just, you know, put out a lot of like quantity instead of quality. So I personally just, I'm very anal about like my cuts, my editing, like transitions, stuff like that. So I'd rather just take my time, come up with good content instead of just always posting and that just kind of balances off with my other things in life right yeah I I I agree like I definitely see like the quality of like your videos and your pictures (laughs) um but like can I ask like why you like why you do it because I feel like we talked about you know the the journey of it all but you know why did you start in the first place um I feel like I always feel like there's a voice in me that I want to kind of like remind people in different aspects. Like if you follow me on Instagram, like you'll notice that like I often post a lot of like self-love reminders and um, kind of women empowering. And that's one of the voice that I want to kind of express. And with fashion that I'm mostly doing with my content, one thing that people started to following and fall in love with what I have is actually like the fears and the powerfulness of my fashion and the video style. So I guess like my platform is really just to encouraging people like instead of focusing on like, oh, like how rich or like how I guess like gorgeous this person looks or like how materialistic a page is like there's deeper than that and we can use social media to do way more than just like oh I'll follow this person because she's just pretty like is there anything more than that and I want to use my platform to literally share motivation self-love empowering other people and I think that just like fulfills me so much like there are people dming me just like telling me like yeah like I totally needed this today or like you're workout video on your stories like really motivated me or I even I posted like a podcast that I listen to for example like I love sharing this little things that I find like people take that away and like really use that in there and apply it to their life so I think that's why I do it it's mm. like it makes my life 
on social media or like my page a little bit more meaningful than just like what most people thought being an influence, uh, influencer is, is probably like the clout or like the followers and all that. Mm-hmm. Like, I think there's way more than that. And that is why I'm okay with the slow growth. And I'm okay with taking my time to perfect my voice on my page. I definitely want to expand not just only for fashion. I feel like my feed right now is a lot of just like fashion. But obviously, if people follow me and they watch my story, they know there's like more. And I'm just trying to work on incorporating everything on the page to look not too chaotic, but also balanced. Mm. I definitely agree with the influencer part where everyone kind of sees that as like clout free things and like there's like a negative stigma to it uh, especially if you're in that industry um and it's really hard to kind of not see it that way Mm. because I'm I thought about doing something like that before but then there was like a a lot of like negative like there was good things about it you know like like you said there are people who are like oh like this really inspired me this really motivated me I hear that too but then I tend to give more power to those who are like negative about it they're like oh like you're an influencer with like a quotation mark around it you know it's like it's like negative but I think I think what you're doing with your platform is really good and like you're really like authentic and you're just doing you like I think that's like the best part about it is like you're not trying to be anything else and like Mm -hmm. you don't give like an f about any any what anyone says which is like so cool um but is there any other instances in your life where you felt like that imposter syndrome because I definitely feel that with like my business or sometimes even my podcast, you know, and or even like just career. Like, So do you feel that? I definitely feel that on different levels of degrees. And it also just like, it depends on like, what happens throughout, like, for example, like, let's say this period of like a month, like, it just really depends on like, what happens. I'm that kind of person, like, if the universe, like, gives me a sign, like a little bit good thing that just like goes a long way. Um, But I feel like definitely going to therapy, it really helped me kind of Mm. just save all these, I guess, negativity or like concerns to like, that day or like, that one chat and then I just felt like that I'm okay like after it's kind of like it's like kind of like taking a shower and then like you come out so fresh and clean like that vibe (laughs) so I definitely say like I feel like everybody has that it's just like I guess the matter of fact that like if you would let it affect you or not Mm -hmm. and I think definitely journaling or like seeing a therapist if you can or um, able to would be great. But I think at the end of the day is just to be strong and like uplift yourself from the things that either bothers you or affect your emotions. I think everybody knows like deep down, like you are stronger than your negativities. And I feel like oftentimes we don't remember that. Um, I remember thinking about my thesis and it was kind of like about how like dark days kind of just like swallows us and um, how we always rise up. And it's just interesting that sometimes we forgot about that times that we came back and stand up for ourselves. Um, So yeah, I think 
definitely me and everybody else would have those days and times and it's just about handling them slowly steadily yeah 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 for sure yeah we definitely forget like how many times we have got back up because we focus mm-hmm. on like the negative i don't know like, i'm pretty sure that's how the brain is wired because we're mm-hmm. trying to not make the same mistakes it's like a survival instinct or something but yeah. i agree i agree so um how is like school like fashion design <laughs> Oh, wow. Um, this is going to be tea because I feel like this year I haven't <laughs> I haven't posted anything much about school um, because it's like really something I'm trying to change a career, career direction into. Mm-hmm. I'm wanting to do um, creative directing uh, in advertising and marketing eventually. So fashion is kind of less of a big part in my mind and as a topic in my life even I'm a fashion student so I'm lucky to be in a class that with the pathway systems so we don't necessarily have to do fashion or make a whole collection or clothing and stuff like that so my thesis is actually less about making clothes and I decided to pursue a topic in um fragrance so I am Mm. just exploring scents um, on a very just non-perfume level like just really discovering anything in life connected to memory um, based on psychology um, that our senses smell is like the strongest oh excuse me Mm. I'm gonna re-say that um So based on our senses, the smell is actually the strongest. So that's something that I want to kind of address, like I said before, reminding oneself that you can always uprise from your darkness. And I want to kind of take a turn on this thing with fragrances because I always feel like my fragrance helps me to kind of turn into another person and like, become very fierce and strong and I want to kind of tap into that and um, see the science and psychology behind it so that's like fashion school like it sounds really far from fashion but I'm loving it and I think at the end I would love to create something advertising about it because it's definitely something I can use for a project for my book Um, but school is pretty fun like I try to just enjoy it as a last year um, using as much time to do things that I like to explore mm-hmm. um, so yeah like I have some French classes and some little media design classes and those are just like something that I'm interested in doing and knowing and I don't want to make school like a burden for me. And I feel like that's like once in a lifetime experience. So I don't want it to be a negative at the end of the last year. Yeah, for sure. I I remember my last year, I just kind of rushed through it. just didn't want to. It was just like, oh, like, yeah, get all the tests done. Just get out of here. Like Mm -hmm. I was definitely rushing. I needed to like I feel like if I could go back, I would try to enjoy it more. But it was also like COVID. It was like yeah, like my last year was all COVID. Yeah, so it was all online, so mm-hmm. it wasn't there wasn't much to enjoy. But yeah, for sure. 
Um, I want to circle back to like therapy and like why you decided to start going. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's like a very important topic. You know, mental mm-hmm. health is mm-hmm. even though we talk about it a lot on social media, it's still kind of like unspoken. I feel like at least not publicly um, amongst like, m- you know, my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all like private. It's just like, oh, yeah, I started therapy. But then we don't really talk about what goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you want to like share a little bit of like why you decided to start and like how it helped you, etc.? Yeah, of course. So I started because actually um, of your first question um, because of social media. Mm-hmm. And I remember it was just at the very beginning and I just didn't know how to handle the pressure. Like I couldn't find myself in the midst of like where I should stand, like what like how I said, you know, when to post, what should I listen to or like all that. So I reached out to like my sister and um, she actually lives in Hong Kong. So like I was like calling her about it. And I guess that's that's literally a uh, like a wake up call because when I call her, when I called her, she was very, I guess, non-supportive in a way. Um, so I was in the dark sad place and her response just like made it worse and so I kind of just got a little bit PTSD I was like okay I'll never reach out to her about things like that the trust was kind of broken from there because Mm -hmm. that I was really fragile that time and so I was like, okay, like, and it's not her fault because nobody is trained unless you are actually a therapist or like a psychologist. So they might project their own current inner mood or trauma onto your problem. So it just joins it and then it goes back to me and it just was very toxic. So to deal with that, I just decided to go for a therapy. Um, because I feel like therapists, they know how to respond with like a very calm, um, angle and they won't mix their own feelings towards your problem. Um, so that's why I started. And I just noticed that I stopped reaching out to like my sister in a good way. Like I don't want to bother her. I don't want to pour all my negativity on her. And I think it's such a healthy way that the things that I learned from therapy, I can help her with. Because like in my culture, obviously, I feel like Asian families think like going to therapy means like, oh my God, like you probably have like suicidal thoughts or like you're, you have some like mental issues. Like I feel like nowadays in Western society, at least in America, people are way more open and we're like way more understanding about seeing therapist is not just because like you have like severe, serious issues it's just it's another healthy way it's just kind of like doing yoga you know like it's doing yoga for your mind it's right detoxing for your mind so that is why I started um just to kind of stop bothering untrained people like friends family and to get real help um and that just made everybody's life easier. I stopped talking too much. Like, I would still say something about my life, but, like, I stopped talking too much about problems because I feel like 
that would just like bother other people as well. So I just leave that to my therapist and then we deal with that. We figure it out. And then I leave with a healthy heart. Like I feel very motivated like the second day. And yeah, so I just think the other day I was in line doing something, just waiting and I just realized this. And I feel like I not only created a healthy environment for myself mentally, I also created a healthier environment for people around me. So that's why I recommend um, therapy. And what we do in therapy is just like, it's either addressing a longer, bigger term of your traumas or your problems, for example, like what you went through as a child and like what is reoccurring in your daily dealing with things. Or you can talk about like your recent, like for example, this week, what happened, what's the recent things. So um, the first few sessions, it was just more about like my long-term goals. One of them is like my childhood trauma. And but the other times it usually is just about what recent problems I have because usually there is always something. Like sometimes Mm -hmm. I talk about boys, men or boys or there are boys men are boys boys. yeah Um, sometimes I talk about friendship sometimes I talk about you know my frustration with my career and trying to balancing life a lot of times I talk about balancing school career um, internship and also social media like those are like and fitness like those are the major parts of my life that I'm trying to juggle and it's a lot of that that I talk to my therapist about and yeah yeah, I think that's really I think that's really healthy and it's so true because and it really sucks because like you said it isn't a very negative um there's like a negative stigma to it in Asia, the Asian community especially when like your parents are like immigrants they just don't understand like you tell them that you're feeling sad and they're just like sad about what you know like it's like it's like very like in your face like oh I'm sad I'm like depressed and they're like depressed about what like yeah like they they're like oh don't waste your time being depressed and like I get it because they came from like a pretty hefty background and they're like you can't waste your time being sad you know you gotta work hard keep working and just like work through your pain and just like kind of like bottle it up and forget about it Mm -hmm. but then like it comes up you know it really does and you can see it from your family like you're like oh like I'm pretty sure like something's not right but like they won't ever admit it because they're like oh I'm not depressed. I can't be. That doesn't exist. (laughs) I know. It's interesting because I think therapy is something that you can see it as like being responsible for you, obviously, and for people not only around you and the people that are going to come into your life, you know. And I think another thing is that I remember before quarantine, before all these things happened, I was in a relationship and I was honestly, I admit I would be considered as a toxic ex. And that I feel like throughout therapy and learning about self-love and all the practices and principles, all those things, I feel like that is part of being responsible for the people that you meet in the future so that when you get into a friendship or relationship or any kind, you're not going to affect other people like what you did before so I definitely think therapy also I guess respect your future as much as your present and the past yeah I think so as well 
Definitely. I I want to, but then the, another part I was going to add on was that therapy mm-hmm. is expensive. Yeah. And it's so it's so awful because you, you would think that should be covered by mm-hmm. insurance, but mm-hmm. it's not. And yeah. you know, we you know, we have physical exams every year. We should have like mental checkups just like we'd have like physical checkups. Um, but that's not like a you know part of society. It's still not accepted, even though yeah. it's like accepted on social media. Mm-hmm. So I think there's still a long way to go for us to, you know, make that more acceptable, more accessible to people um, who can't afford it. You know. Yeah. So I, I definitely agree that therapy is important. Um, what do you suggest to people who like don't have access? You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can listen to like podcasts, we can read books, but you know. Talking to friends is like the the cheapest way to. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I guess it's free unless mm-hmm. you know it's destructive to their friendship. But yeah, I feel like, like you said, there is a really good podcast that I would recommend. Um, it's called New Mindset. Who this? Honestly, before I go into therapy, I have a lot of times that I was just reading and self reflecting. I started reading self help books since like middle school and Mm -hmm. that just kind of like trained my mindset to always like reflect or like think about why am I doing this or like why am I uh, reacting this way and like why is this person acting like this right now and like how I can handle it or how I can respond so a lot of times like reading books is a must and it's like quite important because as you read you reflect on it Um, and I think personally as like a visual person reading book definitely helps for me to kind of like remember the principles that I learned from the books and to apply it. Um, But I think it's important to not just say or like do the fact that like you read, like you actually need to consume it, like you need to take it in and like Mm -hmm. apply. Um, But I feel like I would suggest like at the beginning, listen to some podcasts, just like short. The one that I recommended was pretty short. It's just like 15 to 20 minute listen and it definitely gives a lot of insights a lot of like ideas for you to kind of like question your mindset and your situation so that one's a pretty good and I would also recommend um journaling writing down your thoughts because if you can write down your problems then like half of it is already solved like a lot of times like we don't we can't even physically construct what the problem is Mm -hmm. um so that's that so I think you don't have to go see therapy uh sorry you don't have to go um see therapist I feel like that definitely is not like obviously ideal for financially for everybody and I do agree that like it should be included with the insurance but I think it's such like a new idea and our generations like you said on social media we're starting to accept it but it takes a long time I feel like for the whole society system to adapt it Mm -hmm. um yeah so those are the things that I would say talking to friends is a minor thing I would consider because it's great I personally think when I talk about my own things too much it kind of burdens other people so I would just like leave it moderate like obviously you can talk but I feel like you need to understand like uh, your other friends have their issues too and it depends on the situation when you talk to them they might give you 
their own opinion based on what they're going through. So it's not a really accurate or safe option all the time. Um, I would say another thing is to kind of find a mentor, like somebody who is a little bit older and that's been through things similar or just been through a lot in general in life. It could be your parents, your grandparents, or even just a mentor in career that you came across. I feel like that is more stable mentally and like subjectively the idea that they would reflect to give you instead of like talking to your friends about things because you guys are probably in the same kind of situation, if not just the same (laughs) kind of, you know, like mental problems I mean not problems like mental dilemmas yeah 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 I would I would agree um Mm -hmm. I I I like like you said I think journaling is a big one for me as well just like writing things down reflecting um but I think what you said about um writing things down and like if you can figure out the problem you already solved it I think that's Mm -hmm. really key because like self-awareness is where it's Mm -hmm. at and a lot of people don't practice that yeah. Um, but yeah, so like to wrap up this episode, where can people mm-hmm. find more about, you know, mm-hmm. your stuff and, you know, your projects and all that, your TikToks, just Aww. share the handles. Yes. My handle on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok are all Catherine Sage. So it's K-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E-S-A-J-E. And honestly, feel free to like reach out to me, shoot me a DM. I'm really I'm really nice don't be scared by (laughs) my Instagram like that's the thing like I don't like giving out uh people that I met in my life my Instagram because I like I I guess like they just assume I'm a whole different person but I definitely love people reaching out to me I love creating conversations and talk about things and yeah yeah I I agree the the Mm -hmm. social media is just like a picture it's not the whole Mm -hmm. picture yeah. Uh, so yay yeah thank you for joining me on this podcast episode it was really nice thank you for having me that was really fun I yeah. I hope I didn't talk too much or like restate my thing my points because I tend to like repeat my points no I think it's pretty consistent like mm-hmm. you know the fierce and strong like part of you is very there and you know therapy self-love is also mm-hmm. there so they're all just they just all interconnect you know like yeah but they're not repeat they're they're not redundant at all yes amazing i look forward to the episode yay it'll come out soon okay sounds good (laughs) have a great rest of your day you too bye should hang out again yes of course Bye. bye hey lovely people if you guys are interested in listening to more episodes from us since you made it all the way to the end might as well subscribe to our podcast and if you guys are listening on apple podcast please if you want to give us a rate and review so that we can reach more people with our stories if you guys don't want to do any of those things uh, if you want to share us on social media and we'd love to hear what you guys think of this episode and to look i look forward to seeing you in other episodes as well but yeah bye